0: Whatever Lola wants, Lola gets, and little man, little Lola wants you.
1: I'm the frat rush event that you only went to the square free Chipotle, Adiel.
2: And I'm a bro, Caroline.
1: And you're tuning into Bottoms on Top. We're happy to have you.
2: So Adiel, today we have a very special episode because we are appealing to our audience, actually, who yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is all fraternity members. Yep, we are not here for the gays today. We're not. Mm-hmm. Bros on top. <laughs> so, uh, Thanksgiving's coming up. Or... Yes,
1: yes ma'am. Yeah,
2: so do you have any plans?
1: Um, I don't know. My mom was like, do you want a turkey this year? And I was like, turkey's fucking dry, man. <laughs> but... Bringing back the turkeys from that previous episode, the experience of, like, having wild turkeys chase me around a farm in southwest Philly made me not want to have the turkey experience this ah. year. So we're doing rotisserie chicken. Oh, my God. <laughs> but I, I am going to see my, uh, my family. I think we're going to a cousin's house. Can you please explain why people like eating turkey with cranberry sauce?
2: Fuck off. It's good. Oh, my God. I love... Okay, so I don't like real cranberry sauce. Like, it's mm-hmm. it's like there, but I'm like, that's not what Thanksgiving's about. Thanksgiving, you have to have the ocean spray canned cranberry sauce that's like a jello. Oh. Like, that shit slaps. When it has, like, the little ridges from the can on it, delicious. Mm. Like, slice it up. Sexy as hell. So it's
1: okay cold. You don't eat it up or...
2: Mm-mm. No. You just slop that shit on your plate. <laughs> Literally just like slop open the can and throw it on. And you're like, oh my God, family. <laughs> so talking about today's subject, we're bros today.
1: Yes, absolutely. Yes. So...
2: Man. What is your perception of fraternities? Did you go to frat parties freshman year, or what's your vibe?
1: NSO, I only went to one fraternity. I don't know which one it was. It was on Spruce. My two friends, who were sophomores at the time, they invited me out because they are like, you have to have the experience. And we go, and they immediately take a bunch of shots when we walk in, and I'm like, this is all new to me. Like, I didn't even get invited to parties in high school. Mm, I was one of those mm. girls. This is exactly what I watched in the movies. Ah, yeah, yeah. So I that was my only frat experience nso and then like maybe at the end of the year i started going to the gay parties
2: being in a sorority i would go to mixers all the time freshman year and i remember nso i'm so grateful that our freshman year nso it was before registered parties were a thing that's true because you could like thursday friday saturday just walk your ass down walnut and spruce and party hot, boom 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 to like 10 different places and maybe one or two parties would get shut down but like you had like 10 others to choose from and it was all like you would plan your it was like your nso group it was like okay the ratio like we got one guy we got three girls separate two groups like we got this okay (laughs) like no more than two guys in a group i think coming from the south i have such a skewed perception of sororities and fraternities because my mom was a huge sorority girl and southern sororities are a different species of human a different subset of the human race that are not normal I was like I'm never joining a fucking sorority like I love myself like I'm not with that shit like I don't vibe with that but up here sororities whenever I was going through rush it was so much chiller than I was perceiving and so my mom was like oh I'll get recommendations for you like I have I know someone in each of these sororities like I got you I got you and I was like I don't think we need those and she was like I'm sending them. I'm sending them and I was like they're not gonna accept them like Put them away. (laughs) So she was, like, so adamant about that. And so I, like, I'm grateful for it. I feel like I still am not the sorority girl type, but I do love going to, like, formals, getting dressed up, and, like, Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. So I appreciate it. And I feel like – I think all the events are really fun that you get to go to. And it really is a great way to meet people really quickly and just have, like, a quick bond with someone and have, like, a group of, like, you know, sisters, which is really cool. So I think I – have had positive experience with it so shout out to all the Zetas listening if you're listening <laughs> but yeah so sorting frat life it's like I feel like I'm not as involved as I could be but I'm like grateful for it and so I'm very fascinated by the culture
1: right that's so interesting to me because I didn't I have not joined a frat mm. I am Greekless <laughs> 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 Middle Eastern Mediterranean no Greek unfortunately <laughs> and I feel like Over the course of the four years that I've been here, it's been a lot of, oh, who do you know that's in, let's say, Pike? And I'd be like, well, I know a bunch of people. And, like, if you showed me everyone who's in Pike, I'd be like, yeah, but, like, Mm -hmm. it's campus culture is so interconnected that it's not like I associate these group of people as, like, Pike only. It's like this guy in Pike who's also in this, you know, whatever. So, that to me was interesting and also just grappling with the way that I feel about fraternities and Greek life as a whole, as a PAVE educator. And Mm -hmm. it's like, oh, well how can we have really good conversations about let's say rape culture, which is like a hot topic as a term, Mm -hmm. but you can't have those kinds of conversations without including the frats and sororities that already exist. So I really like that at Penn people have been open to that conversation Mm -hmm. and like sororities obviously because are required to have PAVE trainings. We talk about it pretty regularly, but I think that a lot of, Frat guys have been open to talking about it, which is really nice. Which that's is how you surprising. The culture.
2: Yeah, I think that I remember freshman year, whenever they were about to start making the registered parties thing and like the task force. Mm-hmm. I remember them saying like their goal of it was to prevent sexual assault, and that was such a strange really come at it like a strange angle because they were like they thought by registering parties and making them more like you know structured, organized that it would prevent you know shit from happening but what it in turn does is it makes like it makes frats not want to pay for a register party and instead have downtowns or off-campus parties oh. which in turn if something were to happen someone's further from home and in a less known environment so it like it doesn't so if something were to happen it's like worse off
1: wow i mm-hmm. think penn has a long history of doing things that have really weird intentions and also odd consequences as a result like the fact that they're building new college house west and are like requiring sophomores to live on campus it means that like the frats and sororities oh need God. to fill their houses yeah
2: oh i forgot they're about not that can people to right that's like wild no i like cuz there's so many like you see like all these news articles all the time about like some guy dying from a frat like yeah. you know whatever and schools banning like all of like fraternity and sorority life so i'm like i feel like it's almost on like the down you know downfall kind of thing like it just keeps getting like smaller and smaller so back to the topic of bros today we are going to have some very special guests from various fraternities talking today about frat life we're going to play a quick little tinder game of swipe right swipe left on various frat related topics and then learn more about frat life
1: no homo as mm-hmm. they say yeah Not on this podcast
2: yeah that's the disclaimer for this episode no homo everyone said it before they came on
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> welcome back listeners so today we have guests leo and danny welcome on the show
3: welcome y'all thanks for having me thank you i'm danny uh I graduated in May 2019 from Penn, and I had a great experience. I'm in
4: Pike. Happy to be here. I'm Leo. I'm a sophomore. Still here. I'm also in Pike.
2: So today we are going to, in light of the frat themed episode, we're gonna do a Tinder game. Do you wanna explain that? We're
4: all wearing
3: snapbacks yeah. and playing Pong, by the way. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's Muscle Musties. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, this is called swipe right, swipe left, and it's just like your favorite dating app, Tinder, where we're gonna give you a topic, a subject, and you're gonna tell us swipe right or swipe left. You can super like if you want to. <laughs> We're not going <laughs> to judge. You can delete the app if you're too uncomfortable. <laughs> Fellas, swipe right, swipe left. White Claw Wednesdays.
3: That's going to be a swipe
4: right for me. I'm going to swipe left. Ooh. Why? What's your hesitancy? I, I always manage to get myself into early classes on Thursdays. Um, <laughs> that sounds like a you problem. It is a me problem. <laughs> it is a me problem. And the way that I have to deal with that is just I uh, can't go out on a Wednesday. Wow. Yeah. That's true. It's sad.
2: But do you like white claws?
4: No. <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> no, I don't. They're
2: the like opposition. angry
4: water, right? I mean Angry Water
3: right? <laughs> That's
2: good. That's tea. Oh See,
3: I like White Claw Wednesday because then there's a reason to drink eight white claws in a row. But if unless you're drinking eight, I don't th- think there's really a reason to drink wow. white claw.
2: I feel that I don't I know people that drink white claws casually and I'm like, I don't yeah, It's not, that's it's not, not a thing. Like They're beverage.
1: not good. Yeah. <laughs> but they're well, good when you have like 10. But they're you know low cow. Good? Yeah. Mango Ritas. Yeah. I like Lime Ritas. Yeah.
3: Okay. Rita. What are. She's Who's Rita. Yeah. She's doing something. She's.
4: <laughs> a Rita.
2: I kind of
1: love her. Wait. Okay. So someone explain to me. I've confession. Never been to Weston Down. What are the vibes? What does it even look like? How big is it?
2: It's actually pretty big.
1: That's pretty For like an underground.
2: It's yeah. under bon- bon- Bonchon. It's, it's, it's
3: definitely basement vibes. Definitely, yeah. pike Basement vibes. Yeah. No, and it's but, like, I.
2: I've never been to a Sink or Swim surprisingly, mm-hmm. but I was expecting it to be a lot of like, you know, frat bros going to like West and down. But it's like a lot of like Drexel people and like people that are not. It
3: is. Yeah. I think they I took thinking. a lot of the Sink or Swim crowd. Honestly, I see. I, like Sink or Swim is not as popular as it used to be. Interesting. That was because the shit. of us and them. But at least not yet. Yeah, well,
1: who, who has ox? Oh, actually, we oh, know so. the DJ. Yeah, oh. That's oh. one of the reasons yeah. that oh, I sexy. swiped
3: right on it was uh, our DJ. Shout out at to At most you. of our parties. His, his name's dico Oso. He's a great DJ. Yeah, he lets us get in for free. Or he, he gets us like a VIP table and just gets uh, like 10 wristbands. What the fuck, Danny? Uh, Why people. have I not
2: been with you yet? Yeah, yeah we should
3: come <laughs> yeah, on time. Super cool. And so, yeah, we get... A bottle service. They come out with like sparklers. Like they're like, yeah, you get a bucket. And all <laughs> <drink> <laughs> white they clothes. do
2: that like literally every like ten minutes. You just yeah, like, see do... like it's these great. girls in like bikinis, and you're like, oh my god.
3: But you, we get one one performance, but once one one, one <laughs> bottle service, and they're like you're you're not you're cut off.
2: I went there the yeah. other night, and they actually had, I think it was the DJ's birthday, and he, they had the alien from Toy Story, like a big blow up thing of it. Stop it. Like, and he was like, the claw, the claw. And he was like running around dancing, and I was it's like, "It's kind of funny." Yeah, I know. I was like, "Wait, y'all kind of woke." Like for this. that's a
4: pretty good bit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just got it. That just clicked.
2: I <laughs> know. I was like, "That's genius level."
1: I think that we're already gonna know Leo's answer to this. But sink or swim, left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah,
3: Leo
4: just sunk. Is what happened. <laughs> yeah, sorry.
3: <laughs> uh, Fuck
2: it's, it's really
4: just because I'm no fun. Um, I, yeah.
2: <laughs> I don't get the girls that go to smokes like every single night. Like there are people that go every single night and i'm like do you not have homework do you not have i don't i don't get the, the yeah, appeal. Mm-hmm.
3: i don't know at least what we say is people people either go to smokes or smoke one of the two <laughs> it's like
2: yeah that's the crowd that's on the Penn's crowd. campus
1: uh-huh. wow well, okay i've also never been to sink or swim so someone please explain
3: the rules are simple it's five dollar cover and then 50 cent drinks till midnight
1: 50 cents.
3: Yeah, so you have to get there early because mm. at midnight they ring a bell and then if it's 12:01 you're like I just placed an order and they bring you your, if you, if they place your beer on the on the bar table at 12:02 they'll be like $4. Oh. And I'm like and I'm like I I paid I paid for Sink or swim. It's <laughs> a really good deal. Yeah, it's a good deal, honestly. <laughs>
2: what?
1: Do you bring a bag of quarters like what? <laughs> how do you do that? <laughs> uh going
4: to the arcade or something. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Right across this. St- Has anyone ever been to that arcade?
1: Stop. You know what I'm talking about. The one next to Pelican
2: and The one Coca? next to Subway.
4: Oh, no, I have not been. The no Subway
2: that no one ever
1: to. I, I
4: haven't been.
3: There, <laughs> to. I to <couldn't laughs> that Subway. I
1: went to that Subway this week. No how one
3: else ever goes to the, to the Subway. I've been to the Subway, but not the arcade. How how have we been on campus for I've been four plus years and I've just never stepped foot in the arcade. <laughs> like this, like there's lights and it's, like it's yes, so attractive, but I just it's like pretty. there's something about it that's like scares me. It's like uncanny valley. Uncanny valley. valley.
2: <laughs> uh, swipe right or left on leg day bros answer i mean
3: I'm, I'm gonna hit that with a super leg actually <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: that's reasoning that's, i have been like squatting since high school and like just doing barbell like lifting just to sort of like get strong and like just feel powerful and uh you gotta hit leg day I I have no
4: stake in this. Uh, delete the app. <laughs> <laughs> Polar opposites. I love that. <laughs>
2: I don't know much about it. There's, like, gym bros. and I want to know, like, like because, like, isn't this, is the stereotype of frat boys always associated with, like, gym bros?
3: I think if you look at, like, other frats around the nation, you'll see this, like, culture of being as macho or, like, as big as possible. Like, and it's, like, that's I mean we we definitely have like the people who are interested in going to the gym and sort of improving their fitness like we we have like a, a Snapchat group where we all like check in with <laughs> when we're at the gym and stuff but love that. Um, wow. it's it's only like a subset you know it's probably like more. Wow. That. no snack. do you
2: remember when the like. What was it? Whenever Jersey Shore was, like, the biggest thing, and it was, like, Jim, Tam, Laundry,
3: (laughs) (laughs) That
2: was, like, the shit in middle school. (laughs) Wow. I love the whole, like,
1: competition between the British and the American shows, like, Geordie Shore and Jersey Shore. Mm -hmm. I
4: loved all those.
2: Um, Were you ever into that?
4: (laughs) No, never. I feel like I had, like, a totally different middle school experience. Oh, my gosh.
2: What was your middle school experience like? You know, embarrassing. (laughs) (laughs) So, I've right or left on IPAs.
3: Right. Yeah, that's going to be a hard left, actually, for me. Wow. I don't, I, I'm, I'm kind of a snob. I don't drink alcohol that often. So, when I do, I make sure I like it. And I, so, but I, I don't like the hoppiness of IPAs. I think it just tastes bitter to me.
1: Wow. Some tension in, in the studio. We have had some <laughs> disagreement. Yeah, we're about to fight. What does IPA even stand for? What, I know it's beer. That's all I
3: know.
4: I, I don't know what it stands for. <laughs> I actually do know the answer oh, to this.
3: I, I like us.
2: educate the gay viewer.
3: Um I hope I don't get this wrong. I think it's an Indian pale ale.
4: That sounds right.
3: Yeah. Um I don't know what You that also sound confident, so but I... <laughs> normally what they do is I think it's brewed for a lot longer or it it sits in a cask for, for a certain amount of time um it also it's brewed with a lot more hops and a lot less of the barley and like malt which is like the sugary like taste like lager and droughts are a lot more sweet so wow
2: sure
1: <laughs> yes <laughs> yes to that go <laughs> off go <What>? off sis <laughs> <laughs> what do people say i trust the process
2: oh my god <laughs> i trust that process
1: so what? does it change in the taste of it though like, why do IPAs taste different?
3: It kind of tastes like coins to me.
1: You're paying quarters for coins. Yeah, it's literally.
4: I don't. It's like metal or something. I don't, don't <laughs> know. Like do,
2: do you think they taste like coins?
4: Honestly, I just think that I'm just not that picky. Um, <laughs> maybe, maybe I'm just not in a position to be being picky. Um, so you could, you could have said any, any beer, and I would have swiped right. Wow. Oh, uh,
2: see, I'm not a beer girl. Like I try, but it just tastes like bread, and I'm like, I'm not trying that's, to drink.
4: Bread is so good. Yeah.
3: When I it's like a physical bread. form, not a
2: liquid. <laughs> 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 I want physical bread, not liquid bread.
3: <laughs> no. What, what if you dipped bread in beer? All right, that's a new cereal idea. <laughs>
2: that's your that's your new startup. That's yeah, disgusting. That's, dang, that's disgusting. That's <laughs> disgusting. Would you, if you were like at a bar or at a party or something, though, would you first go for a beer? Would you first go for like hard liquor or vodka? Mm -hmm. That's
3: pretty much the only thing at a party, right? Is hard liquor and and mixed drinks, honestly. Some
2: bitches be having beer is the number one.
3: Yeah. I I leave,
1: I get a hard cider and I come back. (laughs) Hot take, hot
2: take. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not mad at like, what is it, the apple orchard. Anger Orchard. Is... Orchard. I, lo- I kinda love. I kind of don't them. hate that. Oh, those hit. Yeah, yeah those, those are good. I'm like honestly, I'm like.
4: <laughs> Someone in Rittenhouse Square gave me a shot, like just uh, a free shot. Uh, <laughs> it was like what? 4 p.m. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, <They're> bourbon. Like... <laughs> you just got out <laughs> of the yeah.
2: Oh wait, what's oh wait, what's the difference between bourbon and whiskey? Is that a stupid ass question? i heard of bourbon whiskey. <gasps> are they the same thing?
4: Um, I think one is a subgroup of the other. Oh, but okay. th- It's oh. about where it's where it's from. Uh. I think I'm wrong about this, but the
1: official state drink of North or South Carolina is half sweet tea, half
4: bourbon.
2: Oh, I'm actually, yeah. I'll go swipe with that. Swipe right
3: on sweet tea, swipe left on bourbon. Wow. That's fine.
2: I agree. You know what? I agree.
4: Left on both.
1: Wait, Caroline, oh. you've got to say something. Oh.
3: Caroline's cringing and as crying. A southern
2: girl. Oh. I, uh, I'm i going to swipe right on that sweet tea. Mm-hmm. But sweet, I'm going to swipe left on bourbon on its own, but swipe right on the combination of the two. Because yeah. I love my favorite drink that's like Southern ass is Firefly Vodka. It's like sweet tea vodka, and then you mix it with lemonade. Oh. Sexy as hell. Like, it's like an Arnold,
4: Arnold Palmer. Palmer. Yeah. What? But it's
2: like, on it, it's so sexy though, and it's like on its own. Like you don't have to like, I don't know. Sweet tea, vodka.
1: Wait, what is the best chain restaurant or whatever to get sweet tea? Chick-fil-A. They're not homophobic anymore. Wow. They're not homophobic anymore. We
2: were talking
3: about that on our way here.
1: <laughs> I can support I mean. it. <laughs> but, <I'm, laughs> but I am. <laughs> so what now? So next one up, swipe right or swipe left, Pica Palooza.
4: Right, I have to. I have to. Know. <laughs> I got to go right Contractually on. actually obligated. <laughs> yeah, I I super sh- like. <laughs> I
3: have to super like that. I I performed at the Last Pike Palooza.
4: Going from Pike to the back lot. <laughs> oh no. We had to like put the tables on those carts, the like pen like the moving ones. Yeah, the moving carts. Oh, we story. put these like we put like three tables stacked on top of each other like on top of the carts cuz they don't really go in them. Mm-hmm. Um and we're like pushing them down the street and people are looking at us like we're like crazy, um, almost like took people out because the, the the cart will like stop moving, but the tables won't, and they'll just like shoot off the end. Oh, yes, yes. Really bad, really bad news.
3: Swipe right or left on those moving carts, those pen moving right. carts. Left, super left, left.
1: <laughs> <like>? <laughs> I love them. I love seeing random frats having them outside in like June. Yeah, like, just leaving them there. Like, they, oh they're... yeah, those they... do get taken. <laughs> Last question: Swipe right, swipe left. Bottoms on top podcast.
4: Super Super like. like. (gasps) (laughs)
2: Thank Thank you guys for coming on.
4: Thank you.
1: Welcome back, listeners. We have a very exciting guest for our main segment,
0: Wesley. So I'm Wesley. I grew up in between Amsterdam, Warsaw, and Los Angeles. I'm in Castle. I think most people. Like assume that Castle is just all international guys, but we also have some Americans, so that's uh, oh. <laughs> it's balanced out. But then, you know, when I say where I'm from, people are like, ah, okay, yeah, it makes sense that you're in Castle.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Why did you want to join a frat?
0: Uh, so my dad was in a fraternity at USC, and he had the best time ever. He still meets up with his pledge class a couple times a year. And so everyone will just meet from wherever they are in the world just for the boys. (laughs) (laughs) And so I thought that was pretty cool. And then so I already knew that I wanted to join a fraternity when I got to Penn. And then, uh, you know, first I was going everywhere, going all different places. And then eventually I decided to go to Castle because it's a really interesting combination of people who had a similar background of me, of always traveling different places, but then also like just real American Americans from outside of Philly or New York.
2: I love that. That's a good story. What would you say are the biggest misconceptions about Castle?
0: That we're douchebags, I would say. Like <laughs> <laughs> no, actually I would say yeah, we are all very nice guys, so we just maybe sometimes don't look like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't I don't I don't see it, but mm-hmm. I think yeah, just assumption that you know some people are just inherently assholes is I think it's always very wrong because I swear we're really nice guys, like, oh, but sometimes we just look, uh, you know, especially if you're like 500 people trying to get into your house, sometimes you have to start screaming because, you know, they won't get overrun or shut down, so mm-hmm. then you have to be, you know, yell at people, get the fuck off my porch or something like
1: that. <laughs> or- Wait, that's so crazy because I don't know why, but I can't disassociate castle from, like, the building, like, I don't think about people who are in the fraternity that don't live in the building. So, how many people live in the house? Uh, I'd say about 20 out
0: of 50.
2: Oh, fun. Wow.
0: Do you know how old the house is? Uh, Yeah, it was built in
2: 1896. Oh, shit. I... Was it one of, like, the first frats on campus? Is that...
0: Uh, it was there before campus was a thing.
2: <gasps> what the what? fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, like, cut <laughs> the cameras. When was Penn When was founded? <laughs> so
0: campus was kind of built around, uh, like you had College Hall, uh, you had Castle, and I think you had St. Anthony's Hall. Those were the the main, like those were buildings. Same. There was like uh, there was uh, there were two streets like mm-hmm. merging in front of the in front of the house or say, so. Locust Walk used to be just uh, for cars. And then on the other side of the house, like on the diagonal, there is also just a road.
2: Whoa. Whoa. Look at all this history lesson. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I don't know shit. I'm in a sorority and I don't know shit about the history of my sorority.
0: (laughs) See, history is important, you know. You got to know what came before you so you can continue that legacy and uh, uh,
2: move on.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's is important. important.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Do you think you want, if you were to have kids someday, would you want your kid to, one, be in a fraternity, or two, if they go to Penn, to be in Castle?
0: Oh, yeah, I definitely want them to be in Castle. <laughs> <laughs> and at least in a fraternity, but also in Castle, because there's just, you learn, like, a lot of different values, you get to know a lot of different people from different backgrounds. So that's also one of the like, biggest, biggest misconceptions that, like, everyone is the same person. Like, um, So I did a little... Like a researching, you know, every like where everyone is from because I also I was the president of the diversity and inclusion board at uh, Oslo, and Castle is more like diverse ethnicity wise than any place like any place on campus. We have like a couple people from every region in the world, stuff like that.
2: So Wes, we have bonded because I know you very much enjoy the show RuPaul's Drag Race.
0: Hell yeah, dude!
2: <laughs> <laughs> Which is not the stereotype of most castle men i would say <laughs> so do you watch the show with other boys in the fraternity
0: uh, i tried kind of getting a couple of people to you know to join me and watch in but a couple of times they just get kind of bored and so uh, i kind of just watch it with my friends outside the house but we'll just we'll watch it in my room i'll have my door open people will walk in look for a second some people will watch an episode with me but people are usually very fascinated by it especially i also don't really imagine like uh, no dude that looks like me like enjoying uh, enjoying drag not <laughs> not doing it myself but <laughs> observing it i just think it's really uplifting and positive
2: oh yeah no that's good I mean, how did you get into it
0: so my friend dj uh after i broke up with my ex my friend dj was like okay we need to you know like get you excited and i said fine and so we watched one uh, episode of i think it was like season three all-stars
2: Ah, oh, okay, okay. Uh, and I was like,
0: all right, this this is pretty dope. This is pretty cool. <laughs> and then we watched a couple more, and I was like... And, and then at the, at the end, I was just like, all right. And it, I binged it. Like, uh, I bought the entire new season just, uh, <laughs> <What>? like, on <laughs> iTunes because I didn't know how to watch it. <laughs> so I was just uh, watching it here. Just I think get right, it all. Yeah. It's, like, it's also the only thing I've gotten.
2: Mm-hmm. I think,
0: yeah, here, it's the... Oh yeah, I've season two, season ten, and season eleven.
2: Wow! Wow.
0: Um, Although I never watched the season uh, eleven like finale, Mm -hmm. so I never, Mm. I never uh, figured out who won. But Ah. I'm very yeah. I still have to find the perfect moment for it. Yes.
2: No. I think season ten is a lot better than season eleven. Season eleven was kind of it was too quick after season 10, so no one had time to, like, you know, you know, Aquaria? Like, yeah. Yeah, like, no one had time to just, like, you know, relax mm-hmm. and, like, let Aquaria have her reign. Like, then immediately, like, season 11 yeah, is coming right just, after. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: That, was, that was way too fast for me. But mm-hmm. then also, I still feel bad about the butterfly dress. Oh! Uh, <laughs> that was so painful. I'm tired
2: That was, like, a cultural, like, phenomenon. The apology
1: with the notes app. <laughs> that... I
2: guess. We should explain to people if yes. they don't watch Drag Race. So, Asia O'Hara, one of the finalists, her final dress, she had live butterflies that she was supposed to release, but
0: from her titties. Yeah, that's, a, that's an important fact. Uh, fact to notice. Let yes. the record show. <laughs> that's true. It's from the titties. Let the record show that the butterflies were supposed to fly out of her titties.
2: And they did not go as planned. Whenever she opened them up they fell dead on the floor. So <laughs> everyone in the audience was like, what the fuck?
0: <laughs> and then she tried shaking them into life <laughs> while performing.
2: Yeah, that did not work out correctly. And so she made an apology like the next day or something. It was like, I didn't mean to harm any butterflies. It was planned out. And it...
1: <laughs> oh, it was really, really well detailed, thought out. She was like apologizing <laughs> to this c- conservation <laughs> oh my organization. It was like... By Everyone in the world, I'm sorry. Oh my
2: gosh. Who would you say is your favorite drag queen of all time?
0: So, like, aesthetic-wise, the most beautiful drag queen in, like, beautiful terms? Uh, Tiara? No?
2: Oh, plastic tiara! Plastic tiara, yes! Oh, she is gorgeous. Oh,
0: yeah. yeah. Guys were walking in, and you're like, dang, who's that? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> um, that's someone in drag <laughs> And they're, they're like, oh <laughs> Well, she looks great I also love um season season 10, Ripped Oh, Cut, Cameron not, Michaels Cameron Michaels,
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes She oh, is sex- she's sexy in real The queen Yeah, mm, no, yeah. her split
1: So I think it would be really fun if we do a lightning round trivia game now I'm ready, boom, hit me okay. Let's go <laughs> So, drag question Whose style of drag is closer to Kimchi's, Trixie Mattel or Katya Zamolodchikova?
0: I'd go with Trixie.
1: Correct. Ding, ding, ding. No,
2: there are no money prizes in this game. <laughs> no money. <laughs> no. You don't win anything. But
1: <laughs> come back when we're sponsored by Squarespace <laughs> <laughs> or
0: Poppers. <laughs> ah!
2: Oh wait, what are your thoughts on Poppers? How do you know them? What a mm-hmm. What is a straight man's perception of Poppers?
0: I've so I've never taken them, but. I know some of my friends have, and so I know that's used, you know, to, like, relax your muscles.
2: So it basically, you, it's a liquid that you inhale, like, you sniff it, and for a couple seconds, and it gives you a rush that goes to your head, kind of, and it's maybe, like, a minute long, but it's, like, a muscle relaxant, but it's not, like... You Don't notice it that much. Like, if you're like drunk and on the part like at a party, like on dancing on the floor, like oh. you kind of feel just like fucked up for like a minute or two. Interesting, yeah. Let's try one now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, where do you think you can find poppers? I know a friend of mine mentioned like in the sex store, no. <gasps> There That's go. good. Correct answer. <laughs> You're closer to winning a brand new car.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, now we're talking. Uh, what is it? We have a million dollars in the briefcase. Do
0: you want to <laughs> risk it all? <laughs>
2: so, another gay culture question. Who wrote the song Room Room? RuPaul? No. Oh. Wait, I'll give you four choices. Kim Petras, Beethoven, King Princess, or Charlie XCX? It's C. King Princess?
0: King Princess.
2: Unfortunately, that is the wrong answer.
0: You're getting slimed. <laughs> You're getting kicked out.
2: <laughs> it is Charlie Beethoven. XCX. Oh, it is Beethoven.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Charlie XCX.
2: <laughs> no, that's... Room. Room is basically like a staple song of like gay culture now. Because Charlie XCX, like she's the boom clap bitch, you know? Yeah, yeah. But she has transitioned to, like, her audience is all, like, gays now. And Vroom Vroom was, like, the marker song of, like, she knew her audience.
1: Okay, so our next trivia question. What does a gay man mean when he calls himself an otter? If I remember correctly, it's a
0: like, short, hairy man.
1: There we go. I, I think you're right That's on right the good. nose. It's it's more lean than it is short, but it's me. So. It's you, so you're, you're an otter. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
2: Have you ever <laughs> heard the, the term bear?
0: Barry. Yeah, big hairy man. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
1: And so
0: you know the third one. twink. There we
2: go. <gasps> oh my god, he's a genius. Boom. You got a Vespa. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the Grand Slam question of the day is, which Bottoms of on Top host dressed as poppers for Halloween?
0: That shouldn't really be a question, because we already all know who it is. <laughs> I don't do nothing. Mm. Oh yeah, Miss Poppers, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Literally
2: my last name, my last name. That
0: could be a good drag Drag name. Drag name. name. Yeah.
2: Oh my gosh, I was actually thinking my drag name could be Miss Texas Toast.
0: Miss Texas Toast. I
2: was eating Mm. Texas Toast and I was like, I like this. (laughs) (laughs) What would your drag name be?
0: My drag name. Spankin' Spencer? <laughs> my last name is Spencer, so that's... Yeah, uh, ooh, yeah.
2: Spankin', I love that.
0: West and Down. West and Down.
1: <gasps> oh, oh, yeah. Oh
2: my god, I love that.
1: I have been going by the name Pancake with two Ks. Pancake. Like <laughs> yeah. um, but I want to yeah. do something more like Middle Eastern, because I'm Middle Eastern, so like apricot. I feel like it just sounds so <laughs> ominous.
2: Apricot? <Ooh>. Apricot.
0: <laughs> like it's the like fruit. milk.
1: <laughs> it's like cucumber.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hummus. Ah!
2: <laughs> well, Wes, thank you so much for coming on today and talking to Thank you to for us. having me. This was fun. Yeah, no, I appreciate it so much. I feel like I've learned so much about the secretive world that no one, I feel like this is like a PSA. Like no one really knew. <laughs> An inside right. scoop. Well, this was a. Fun episode today.
1: Delightful. <laughs> I feel fed. <laughs> I feel fed on knowledge.
2: I feel so educated. I almost like, I was scared going into this episode because I don't know how to talk to straight people that well. Yeah. So uh, I feel like this was a educational opportunity for both of us.
1: I kind of feel like Oprah. Like we reached across to people who are totally of different lived experiences from our own. We crossed
2: bridges. We... <laughs> So, thank you to our guests that came on today. We had a great time.
1: So, thank you to our listeners, to the gays, and to the bros. Peace. Peace, bro. You've just tuned into this episode of Bottoms on Top.
2: Thank you to our guests from today's episode. Thank you to the Wexler Studio and Kelly Ryder's House. Thank you to our executive creative consultant, Sammy Gordon, our DP podcast producer, Sam Mitchell, the DP president, Julia Shore, our assistant editor, Evie Artis, and all of our lovely listeners.